our heads and welcome to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about the Kraken Priestess Alawi, not Princess, as much as I wanted her to be. <laughs> she was released November 24th, 2015. Why did I think she came out like two years ago? <laughs> That's League time for you. No. I think I knew as I was looking it up, I'm like, this. she's going to be older than I think. So maybe like, you know, 2017. No. <laughs> she, was, she was part of the Gangplank event, which was when we still worked there. Not me. Yeah. But yeah, that even doesn't feel like that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is just getting old. This is what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Alawi doesn't have too much... Well, she has more than I expected. She has a bio, two short stories, an interactive trial, oh which blew my mind. I didn't know that was on the universe page. She's also... For some reason, they linked the video, The Climb, which I'll, I'll say it right now. Her tentacles are in that video, and yeah. that's it. Of all yeah. the champions who are in that, that it's not linked on yeah. the universe page, I... <laughs> <laughs> could not believe that this was the one that they pulled the trigger on. I hit play and I was like, did I not see this video? And I started skipping ahead and I was like, wait, let me wait. go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why either. They're not her <laughs> tentacles. I'm sorry. The tentacles she plays with sometimes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> her, her pleasure tentacles. No, John, they're her truth bearing tentacles or something it's her duty they're duty tentacles yeah Yeah, they're her duty tentacles (laughs) duty i really hate everything about god um i also wrote down her quote because i try to look at their quotes that they have at the top but i don't always remember but hers is wisdom is frequently a kick in the head and i like that it's very fitting yeah yeah she has good vo all of her quotes are are, are cool yeah they're solid uh Mm -hmm. They're another, I, I will say, I'll just say it up front. Mm-hmm. This was a breath of fresh air. All of her stories and her bio, I just enjoyed them a lot. And like, I feel like she's part of a lot of stories that are just well written. And that mm. was nice. Hmm. Is she, maybe, I'm curious what, what all she's, like, okay, so she's got the the burden, right? And then there's the shadow and fortune. Is there another, aside from that in the bio, is there another short story that has her floating around in it or is that nah just those three <laughs> okay I just, I just want to make sure I, I didn't miss anything but after Rise of the Sentinels and then Heimerdinger and then Akshan I guess this was good it was nice <laughs> I liked it a yeah. lot I thought it was all very true to I mean I say true to Alawi. literally everything I know about Alawi was from these stories so yeah I guess it's true yeah. to Alawi. but like <laughs> it felt very what I expected. It was like on brand and I felt like the writing was was good. Yeah. Like I enjoyed reading all the stories and I thought they were all I thought all the stories offered a glimpse into Alawi's personality, which I feel like has been missing from a lot of our stories lately. I don't feel like we've gotten mm-hmm. a lot of personality lately, but this was I feel like each of her stories w- was very Alawi. And they matched her quotes, which are also very Alawi. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's true. Wowie. Don. <laughs> Why doesn't she have that as one of her jokes or something? Wowie, allowy. Riot, put yeah. it in there. <laughs> Make that her only voice line. Or the next champion, they'll be like, Wowie, it's a Lowie. 
That'd be great. God, why doesn't Zoe have that? I know. Zoe would say that. Oh, yeah, that would be good. But... <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> I didn't feel um, super strongly either way, I guess. I, I guess I felt like I didn't learn anything new. I just felt like we're doing Gangplank's episode again because we really covered mm. everything about Alawi almost in Gangplank's episode. You know what? I actually feel like I learned it. A handful of new stuff about her. Oh. Because I feel like almost with Gangplank's episode, I'll be honest, I kind of skipped ahead in the story to the mm. point where Gangplank finally showed up. Okay. And I feel like there's actually a lot in that beginning section <laughs> that tells a little bit more <laughs> that I was line. unaware of. Okay. Um, I had read that whole one, I remember. Mm. I got a little yeah. lazy on that one. Because, <laughs> I mean, Gangplank had a lot. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. You You do a lot more than I do, so... No, yeah, I, uh, I, I was, I'm there with you, John, in that I, I very much skimmed the start of it, and um, th- I mean, it's, it's more of an Ilawi story anyway. So uh, you know, yeah. this time was a good time to kind of get back into it. I, I don't know, I felt more like we had a lot of potential with her, and than, than getting a lot of that potential capitalized on. And I'm, so I'm, I'm interested in kind of breaking these down piece by piece a little yeah. bit. And we, because the bio is like a good example of that, uh, okay. where I think it. It's less about her. The bio, I guess I would say, is less about her and more about her faith. Yeah, it is. Um, I, do you want me to I just, you know, summarize that's, it real that's quick? That's all I have the notes on, so okay. <laughs> the well, Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it then? Okay. <laughs> all right. So, Alawi is the truth bearer of, someone help me, the Naga... Naga K. Boros is Naga uh, how she pronounces it. Boros. I, it is not how I pronounce it. I always pronounced it, it Nagaka Boros, but she does say Nagake Boros. Nagake Boros. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, the, uh, a good quote of what they do is uh, <laughs> Central to the religion's theology are three tenets. Every spirit was born to serve the universe, desire was built into every living thing, every living being by the universe. The universe only moves toward its destiny when living creatures chase their desires. So it's just like they want people to follow their dreams, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of neat. I didn't really realize that's what the religion was. Even though it manifests in dark ways sometimes, I'm here for it. Follow, follow All your heart. All religion manifests in dark ways sometimes. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> so as a truth bearer, Alawi serves the god directly. She has two duties. <laughs> One is to kill undead, which are seen as an abomination, and the other is finding people with potential and giving them the test of Nagakaboros, uh, which is what we saw her do to Gangplank in that one story we kind of talked about a while back. Yeah. She pulls out their little soul thing and bashes them around and is like, fight! Fight for your dreams or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much, That's pretty much it. <laughs> you were looking at me like it wasn't it, so I'm glad no, it's, it's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Alawi's the first uh, truth bearer. God, I keep forgetting what they're called. To go to Bilgewater. Mm. We talked a little bit about this already, but Bilgewater is the only place that the, quote, foreigners are allowed in the Serpent Isles. Alawi's people doesn't let uh, anyone else in. They see Bilgewater as like a sewer, I think, I guess. Mm. That they're like... Not far off, given all the descriptions we've heard yeah. about. <laughs> Uh, but Alawi thinks they have potential and is protecting and testing them herself. And that's all we get. We don't really have like a central goal for Alawi, I guess. I feel like a lot of bios end and it's like, and now they're doing this. But it's like, and now, I, I don't know. It's just like she's in Bilgewater. <laughs> I think the thing, and I don't know if this was just a lot of setup early on, but the 
keeping Bilgewater safe from the harrowing is kind mm-hmm. of like a, mm-hmm. an overarching thing for her. And it's something that she has to do all the fucking time, I guess. Apparently. Because, I mean, if only there was a group of people that were <laughs> designed to yeah. fight harrowings. But, but don't, no. Yeah. Don't worry, though. If they ever do an event <laughs> like that, I'm sure Alawi will play a big part in it. <laughs> yeah. We need, like, we need to start keeping a track of when we reference some way in which Rise of the Sentinels fucked up because in, in reading this I mean we'll see what happens with Ruin King but it seems strange to me that she wouldn't show up in Rise of the Sentinels because that's like a big tenant like you mentioned of the faith is like of the two things they're all about fighting the undead is like number one right yeah it seems weird yeah. that we didn't see her show up I think there's a Buru Sentinel which is the name of her like her her folk mm. um, there's a, a Legends of Rune Terror card which is way cooler than like what we we got right? i'm sure yeah all those i think it's fucking rocked yeah but on top of that like the other thing that she's all about is going out and finding exceptional individuals she's like so predisposed to start you know helping build out all these sentinels so it's very strange that she didn't show up as a part of that team building well uh, the thing is effort <laughs> they don't like to give allowy skins yeah, we're going to find that out when we get <laughs> yeah. into the very limited number of AUs. Which is a bummer, because I think she, she is, is a a character model that really lends itself to some very, very cool art and uh, skins, but they never play with that. I guess people don't buy them. I think she's not Maybe. Yeah. Probably that. I wonder if they feel constrained by her like having the tentacles as a part of her gameplay. Like That's something you need to work with on the skin as well. Nah, Maybe that makes it... just color and coat them so they're... <laughs> Sure, right. Like so look, you could still make a million and one things. All right. I feel like that was a, a thing they had with Zach or early on, earlier with Zach was oh, this feeling of yeah. how do we make a Zach skin right. when it's all just it's, not, how do we make it not colors, a chroma? Basically, yeah. 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 That makes sense but, um, with Zach, but Alawi, yeah, I don't know. I think it's totally doable, don't get me wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll all be tested out when, with Vex because I feel like a lot of the Ooh. same problems. Well, did you see Vex. the one Vex skin? No, I actually didn't. Oh. What is it? I don't know. I don't, but I imagine like a lot of the tech that would prevent you from making cool Alawi skins would exist with Vex too. But I imagine that Vex is probably going to be very popular. So I'm curious if they solve those technical problems for her. Well, she's still she's emo, like a remora latching on to Vex. Yeah, <laughs> she's all colorful in her mm. emo state. Mm. I don't really love it. It's like a, a Navori kind of skin almost. Mm. It's Dawnbreaker it looks, Vex. Oh. She's going to be a part of that. Just kind of looks like Zaya Vex. <laughs> That's true, it does. <laughs> so, all right, a few things I liked about the bio. Okay. First of all, I really love the archetype of a priestess who just does whatever the fuck she wants yeah. and a religion that's all about motion and chasing dreams. Uh, and I like the quote, like, she takes what she wants, destroys what she hates, and revels in everything she loves because I feel like that's... That's the type of thing that I feel like men in religion get all the time. <laughs> like you always get like the the, the cardinals, like the Rolos and fucking uh, you know Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like that's them. You don't get that in a lot of like female priestesses, and I like that. Real yeah. quick, you said Rolo instead of Frollo, and now I'm picturing Frollo, like the yes, candy. Yes, I did. <laughs> it <laughs> took me a minute. Car- nice yeah. gooey caramel center. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. I mean, in general, I think one thing I liked a lot about this was the fact that the faith was something they spent a lot. They spent some time explaining, comparing to like the Lunari and the Solari. It's like I understand oh, what this yeah. religion believes and what they're all about. And you could then, for me, 
start making conflicts around this this group and i completely understand what they're doing right and i understand what their motivations are and all that jazz so that was like a talking about breath of fresh air i was like ah this is a great like summary of what all this this faith is all right yeah yeah it's an interesting one and i liked the uh the kind of quote that when you mentioned she broke with tradition when she chose to protect residents of Bilgewater from the harrowing, or even more controversially, when she decided that some of its residents had souls worthy of the great test. Now, knowing what we know about Alawi and GP, I'm now going to refer to sex with Alawi as the great test. <laughs> but that's not what it is, honey. The test is a separate thing. Nope, it's the, the old tentacle tango. John, I don't think she gets the tentacle. Well, mm. why wouldn't she? Mm. Yeah, right. Mm. Right. It'd be a waste otherwise. All of this just really points out how perfect she is for Brom. <laughs> I'm curious to see more about that during Ruined King 2. Yeah, who knows, right? We'll see them do the great test. <laughs> be like Mass Effect. We'll see That's what's everything. taking so long. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's taking so long. <laughs> Gotta get, get the them animations right. down. <laughs> There's so much muscle. They're both so beefy. <laughs> Gotta get those tentacle <laughs> physics just right. <laughs> Riot breaking new ground. Uh, oh, man. Another thing I liked about the bio, and this was just kind of like world building, basically. This was just about the writing, not necessarily about the story itself. Um, I like all the call-outs of like, local slang and the translation of local words. Uh, for instance, like uh, Pelongi being residents of mainlander descent and uh just like the literal translation they said of uh nagakeboros literally meaning the unending monster that drives the sea and sky mm-hmm. um and i actually i've read some of the q a's with uh odin austin schaefer who's the person who wrote this bio and her short story and he did a lot of research about various kind of religions to to base this religion off of Mm. um and i don't know i just liked the i liked the effort that went into it and i liked Mm -hmm. the world building around it yeah well i think you can feel it and that was kind of what i was trying to i guess describe you've you've summed it up more more succinctly than i (laughs) you know rambling uh but yeah that it feels fleshed out and it, it feels like again like something that could totally sit in this world it makes me more interested in in bilgewater and this like these serpent isles because i'm interested to see what the more interactions between like this faith and these people and you know bilgewater uh bilgewater's residents and see what comes about right yeah it's interesting so what didn't you like about it mark um i think the biggest issue was that uh there's not really much about uh ilawi yeah Um, it's very (laughs) very like one or two lines really where it talks about how she's really good and i think also it's talking about her doing something like it says that she's like the most revered truth bearer in a hundred generations or something like that. That's a really, that mean that, that says a lot about her and I wish there was some more to kind of showcase that. And yeah. Then, that's, um, that's a really good point. I kind of didn't think about that, especially like as she's going off and kind of breaking traditions in a way that's probably frowned upon by her people. So why is she still so respected? Cause she's the only truth bearer in a hundred generations that could actually pick up the eye of God. I guess it's fair. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I um I guess I would like to see more about that and more about um more about the conflicts that are kind of the internal conflicts around uh her decisions to break from tradition and how that manifests. We saw a th- you see like the tiniest hint of it in the um the burden story where she's like there's a scene at the start where she's kind of having a discussion with the two other clergy members, but seeing more 
more about that I think would be interesting because it seems like that would be a big deal for her to be dealing with that right and and like, and like what about the 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 factions right with within that faith who are not on board with it and what's happening with that those types of things you know how do you not feel so bored by like these petty quabbles of gangplank and his bullshit when you hold something called the eye of god (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a fair point i'd be like i don't care you're a boring human i have Mm. tentacles but he's not boring he's in act he's in motion Oh, he is now, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I like I like that as a motivation that she's in general kind of looking to find people who are um, have a lot of potential. She's the one who should go and fix League's lore because she can find people with a bunch of potential and get them unstuck. They're oh like blocking God. up the dam. That's genius. She goes and finds Annie and she's like, all right, girl. <laughs> You're a Honestly, demon child. That was, so, I mean, we can go through the stories, but uh, I, I had like echoes of my feelings of like Alistar where I was like I think there's a lot of potential here and if you pair her with a few I'd love to see her interact with a few champions like I thought Fiora would be a really fun one to see her kind of push forward right you know or someone like Akali who has kind of just started on that path and kind of have them interact and and see what comes from that it's almost like a mentor mentee oh that's a great pairing whatever type thing I don't know for the record, th- I mean, these have been now uh, kind of shuttered because Boards was uh, essentially, we, we can say it now, we don't work there. Boards was a huge failure. Um, <laughs> what was? Boards, it was their attempt to recreate Reddit <laughs> as the oh, league forums. What the fuck is Boards? You can't just say Boards and then expect me to <laughs> no, it was a It was a big thing when we worked there. It was the, we're going to move away from our forums and on to Boards. And everyone was like, but why? The Reddit is so active. They're like, no, no, no. This is going to be like Reddit, but worse. And on our website. Um, But anyway. They wanted control (laughs) over the Reddit. There was was a bunch of conversations on boards that were um, Odin actually hopped onto boards to discuss things like hypothetical, like, hey, who do you think would pass Alawi's test? And who do you Mm. think would fail Alawi's test? So he actually engaged a lot with these kind of hypothetical, here's who I think would pass and why. Here's who I think would fail and why. So there's actually... And, and, I mean, obviously, we don't get a lot of that in the the lore itself, but it was interesting um, hearing that perspective uh, from from the author as to who he thinks would pass and fail. Yeah, discussing mm-hmm. with the fifteen people that was on board. <laughs> <laughs> it's small but proud, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, for the record, uh, Brom and Vi, they'd pass. Obviously, I think those are two of the easiest. Jin would fail. Mm-hmm. I don't, we I don't know enough about Jin. I would have thought Jin would have passed. Also, anyone undead would fail automatically because she's she bound to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could try. See, I don't know what, if she'll get fiddlesticks. <laughs> I would like, this is again why Rise of the Sentinels, having her be around Senna seems like it would be interesting because she's got some of that undead floating around. And That's I don't true. know, whatever. I'm not, I don't mean she's to got, keep She's got that undead about, musk about her. Right, right. Her in vain. Got some similarities. Senna, I don't know. Undead. <laughs> Available now. <laughs> Can already see oh, her man. perfume co- commercial. <laughs> uh. So, uh, who wants to take us to the burden? Uh, sure. Uh, my notes are pretty sparse, but it's it's pretty straightforward. Sorry. We also talked about it during the Gangplank episode. Yeah. Um, uh, this one's also by Austin Odin Schaefer, right? Did Correct. you say that already? Okay. Dope. Uh, yeah, so this one uh, is like immediately following Burning Tides. Um, 
Ayawi is like I mentioned. We get we can talk a bit more about the Ayawi stuff and that she is having a discussion with some members of the clergy, and some of them it seems like want to leave Bilgewater entirely in the face of the coming Harrowing, and uh, they've got members of of it called like Serpent Callers who can call the beasts from the sea to come to their aid. They're like more they're like cool Aquaman, right? Um, <laughs> talking about how because the the water is so polluted that they won't be able to do that. What do you mean? Cool Aquaman. <laughs> Are you trying Maybe to say the Aquaman's effective? not? I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. How about Cool the Deep for all the boys fans out there? Yeah, I suppose. That, you know what? Yeah, fair. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't know. Gangplank shows up, and we we talked about it. He's he's messed up. She she tests him, and he, to her surprise, passes it, and so she, uh, decides to let the the rest of the local like chiefs who are who are kind of a part of this buru you know people or faith um kind of put their support behind gangplank in his upcoming bid take over bilgewater that's like the yeah. quick summary again a few things i liked about this first of all i do like them immediately like basically when i finished the bio the first thought that came to my head was like why is the harrowing even a thing in Bilgewater? You have these giant ass sea monsters who seem like they should be able to just fight this all off. So I appreciated that like in the first line of this short story, it explains why they can't do that. Because <laughs> it would have bothered me otherwise. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, I like the description of how heavy the eye of god is i think we had talked about it before but they'd said she lifted the eye of god from its stand the golden idol was larger than a wine barrel and many times the weight like fuck i want a power level on alawi like not just like her superpowers but just like i want to know what the fuck she reps what's her like, <laughs> what's her one what's, max one one rep max yeah <laughs> you think it's more of a deadlifting motion with that thing it's got to be right mm. maybe I like the idea that she could cradle me like a baby. Oh yeah, I'm not small. So. But she I'm wouldn't prom like a baby. <laughs> she would do it only to throw you across the room. Right? No, I'm not undead. I might be wearing yeah, Senna's was... musk though. Yeah, <laughs> she releases that. It's just perfume. <laughs> uh, I also love that when she kind of kicks Gangplank over to initiate the test on him she had a lot of options like i mean i guess first of all she didn't have to kick him over she could have just thrown the put the idol in his face and did the test or she could have like kicked him in the chest but no it's like it says specifically uh she stomp kicked gangplank her (laughs) heel smashing into his nose with a crunch i love the word stomp kick if you're right? stomp kicking anything in a story, I am fucking happy. I will say, especially with Gangplank's fucking face, right? So unnecessary. <laughs> fucking loved it. I think it's necessary. It's Gangplank. Mm. Also, I like the the line when when Gangplank is like, "I kept the faith. I did my rituals. I did my sacrifices," and she's all just like, "Rituals, sacrifices." You speak of things for weak men and their weak gods. <laughs> My god demands action. Mm. Fucking power move. That's true. But yeah, yeah, she comes up pretty impressive in this one, I will say. I think I like this the most of the what's what's here. Yeah. Um isn't this the one there's a little line too where she's 
she there's there's like the slightest bit of like her remembering being like a young like a lot younger and being kind of awkward about how tall she was yeah <laughs> i like that I like a lot too that i wish that's what i would like to see like a little bit more of is like just peeling a, a layer or two away um because i like the idea of her seeing her as like a gangly tall like awkward <laughs> teenager and then now right and how like the, a lot of the tenets that this faith kind of propose like is this 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 faith is like the continuous improvement like religion right it's just always about being like constantly self-improving so i like i like the, i would like to see more of that journey maybe i don't know yeah it's the non-mechanical version of victor's religion yeah victor was also one who i wanted to see interact with her frankly because of that it'd be interesting but yeah to to your point too i i liked the fact that it was like oh yeah i I felt so awkward when I was a child and I was gangly and bumped into people. Uh, but then they learned to stay the hell out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that would be really cool to see a little bit more of that awkward Ilaoi, I guess. Oh, I'd love a teen Ilaoi story. She needs to join <laughs> the ac- academia skin line. Oh, <laughs> sure. Shit. Yeah. They'd, she'd probably be like a PE teacher or something. She would be the PE. That would still be a good Just skin, though. Curling 15, <laughs> like dodgeballs at a time with her tentacles. Oh, right. Yeah. You're fucking welcome. PE Alawi. Yeah, that'd be great, actually. P No, that's a different skin. Don't make that right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put that phrase into the world. But yeah, I like that. I feel like you get a lot of. Again, you get a lot of Alawi here. Like, there's the there's the politicking at the beginning that she's just like, whatever, don't fucking care. And there's the people that are like trying to second guess. Like that that one like, uh, who is it? The one snake caller who is like kind of trying to throw shade, and she's just like, yeah, man, fuck off. There's just. Uh, yeah, she's not she's not here for your nonsense and I'm, I'm i'm all for it it was a little strange when she just said crap i don't know why that stood out to me does it does it feel very like modern of this world yes modern yeah is it kind of like saying normies or try hard it feels it's, like yeah like <laughs> maybe not quite that bad for not all bad, of yeah. the <laughs> for all of the world building it definitely seems like i mean because the piltover stories we read they've got all sorts of like piltover sayings for normal everyday things it, it also seems just, like there should be a bilge watery one it's also something a fucking toddler would say crap because they can't say shit there if you're an adult you go shit you don't say mm. crap what are you fucking eight <laughs> shit would be more effective. Say shit like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Put on your big girl panties. Say shit. <laughs> or come up with a new word. Yeah. Do it. I'll scream shot. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or make yeah, make, you know, have her just have some say some slang there, right? Something that we don't know, but like the direct mm-hmm. translation is something Barnacles. really offensive. Barn- oh, <laughs> okay, SpongeBob. <laughs> Squidward at Ilaoi. Il- 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 yeah. <laughs> That's another free one, right? Squidward Alawi, make yep. it. Oh God, no, she's too good for Squidward. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, solid. I, again, enjoyed the story. I thought it was yeah, it's a good story. Yeah, it's a good read. You you did us good on this one, Odin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Uh, I would. I would really like to see what happens in, in Ruin King um, with her and potentially Gangplank coming back because um, it seemed like there was 
it seemed like she still had a little bit of a thing for him. You know what I mean? Ugh, so uh, gag me. I, I don't think. Don't get me wrong. I don't think they'll ever like have them get back together or anything. I just thought yeah. it was. I think it was maybe nice to see a little bit of that in her when she's and still being willing to like you know I gotta do what I gotta do oh, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't just something that didn't matter to her I guess yeah we definitely talked nice. about that in the gangplank episode yeah. how I like that she was like you know I really really cared for this man and still do gotta murder him though <laughs> <laughs> gotta put him through man you know what? Okay, so we should talk about that that little microsite too. That stupid trial of the Kraken. Okay, <laughs> so that's next. I thought this was another short story. Um, I didn't make it past the first trial because I was on my laptop, and I gotta say, a trackpad oh. not good for <laughs> tracing some symbol in the air. Yeah. So there were only times. So many times I could hear her say, you are not in motion. And I'm like, you're right. I'm sitting on the couch where I've been for six hours and I don't feel like going down to my computer. <laughs> I am not in motion. So I gave up. So what happens in that trial? Because I die. Play a few more mini games. Yeah. Okay. So for, like for the listener, right? What this is, is this is, this is a microsite. I think when she was getting released or like had just been revealed. Right. Right. And the, the, the setup is that it is you are taking on the role of a, some captain who has done something cowardly and Lowie has come to to te- put you through the test, right? Like, that's the setup. And so then it has you do little, like, quick time events. Is that how you, how you mm-hmm. would describe yeah. it? Yeah, all quick time events. Yeah. Like, draw this little symbol three times or click and... So the, the next one, if you pass the first one, is, like, you have to click and drag these little things onto the... Eyeballs. Yeah, little eyes on the little eye of God, you know? Okay easy enough and then the last one is you gotta you gotta fight to to get keep your soul from getting pulled out of you completely which involves it says either clicking and dragging or scrolling but i have never been able to do it clicking and dragging me neither i had to do the scroll the clicking and dragging didn't work for me interesting i will say this the site kind of doesn't work the first time i went through (laughs) it it went through all of the things with no audio and then just immediately Mm. went back to the first thing yeah this is this is buggy right it's just Mm. this old site that you know doesn't quite work i was amazed that it was even linked and still right? up. i was certain this Me was a dead too. link <laughs> yeah yeah i thought i was like at first i thought it was a short story and then it said begin and then i thought it was like maybe like a visual novel or something or like a comic that it was gonna read to me which was nice but <laughs> now here's my theory i know that this was about the time that universe was just coming out mm-hmm. so i'm curious if they they were just, and and this was also the time that, uh, you know, the gangplank event was happening. And everything, um, I, they probably just threw everything on there at at that point, and um, just like never looked back. Would be my guess. Mm. Uh, that was yeah. probably the point where they're like, if there's anything even like remote, which might be why the climb is there. Like, if there's anything remotely about <laughs> the champion, like, like they yeah, scraped we'll for there. like a. Well, that doesn't even explain it because the climb was in 2018. I don't even fucking. (laughs) They went back there and decided to add that. (laughs) Yeah, someone just happened to go by. Yeah, I was like, oh, I think she's in this video. Who the fuck knows? (laughs) Now, on the one hand, the trials in this in these quick time events seem much easier than the trials (laughs) described. But on the other hand, I also failed. So maybe working as intended. (laughs) What's interesting to me is that you know. like you and I, I assume failed just because oh you, you can't click and drag. That's like a, it's like an actual problem with the execution. Uh, but you, Rebecca, you kind of failed on like another level because I you did. didn't. 
<laughs> I literally wasn't right? in motion. I was like, I could pass this, but nah. I don't want to go downstairs. <laughs> That's really <laughs> funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> it just uh, it was it was it, it wasn't working with the trackpad, and yeah. I wanted to play Stardew Valley. <laughs> Fair. <So. laughs> I think it does say that in the little the little faith bylaws that if you're playing Stardew Valley, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, because you're you know you're building a farm, you're building relationships. I'm very, right. very busy. <laughs> But yeah, neat little thing, neat little like time capsule almost. The art's kind of cool, I will yeah. say. I yeah. wish it was would show up in like a little comic or something. That would be a good way of kind of preserving some of it. <laughs> That'd be cool. So. It's just a nice little moment of mommy allowing. <laughs> She's very dominating in it. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, mommy. mommy? I Sorry. mean, mommy. <laughs> uh, so the last story is shadow and fortune which is by graham mcneil and she's only in two chapters of it uh basically in chapter two alawi goes to talk to mf after the death of one of her crew where she speaks in very cryptic riddles and gives her a necklace later in the story mf and her crew return to alawi's temple um, and they buy alawi time while she and the other priests and priestesses summon the power of uh nagake boros to fight back the harrowing um, now I had I had a question on this one because I don't know whether I'm just dumb or like there's something I don't understand. And when Alawi first meets with Misfortune, uh, she says, uh, "You're not wrong," she said with a slow nod. But you still don't hear. You let a razor eel off the hook, and you ought to stamp on its neck and walk away before it sinks its fangs into you. Then your motion will be gone forever. Now, like contextually based on like what just happened i guess in the whole storyline it sounded like this was about gp like and like giving her a little hint like hey by the way you didn't kill him (laughs) and he's probably gonna come back and kill you for it uh but then later they kind of allude to that whole thing actually being about the harrowing uh and I don't know what the fuck MF did to let the harrowing off the hook or what she could have done to stop it, but it seemed weird. So I don't um, I don't have the text in front of me. I would have to go look through it. But I think in one of the later chapters, I want to say Misfortune is maybe talking with like Raffin, who is like a, a character that she talks with in this thing, about it. And she... My, the, my read on it is that Misfortune took that to mean... The, the razor eel being like Bilgewater as a whole and kind of the aftermath of oh the the power vacuum right that oh all that suddenly all the gangs have gone wild and it's now you know that's the threat i i think you're right that ilawi was was actually talking about gangplank and was kind of doing it in a cryptic sort of way um and i i, I could be wrong i'd have to look at the text and see where it was that you, you thought they were talking about the harrowing itself because maybe i'm misremembering it or i'm or not understanding it or am a a moron Yeah, there was just a point where Misfortune was banging on the door of the temple and the black mist was behind her and she said something like, um, hey, I'm ready to, I'm ready to put my heel on the, on the neck of the eel now, please let me in. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, but. Maybe she's just trying to be cute. Maybe. She doesn't have to try. (laughs) Oh. Um. Another nitpick. Mm-hmm. There's a quote that says, Hecarim roared and swept his glaive at Alawi's neck. 
Miss Fortune's blade intercepted it in a clashing flare of sparks. Excuse me. <laughs> have y'all ever tried to stop the momentum of a fucking glaive, especially one not. swung from horseback with a I sword? I, no. Like, that mm-hmm. must have been the biggest reinforced parry in the fucking world, because let me tell you right now, that's not going to happen. Have you tried you to think, stop a glaive? <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you're speaking from experience. I've tried to stop it not on horseback. It still didn't fucking work. Would it could it potentially like divert the blow at least to make it like would that satisfy you if it didn't like if if let's say it still caught, <laughs> she like, redirected. Brings, That's acceptable. Yeah, redirected mm-hmm. somewhat to a degree. Like misfortune still gets like knocked to the ground, like rolls out from it, but it's not to not have allowing it, you know, stabbed to death. Is that cool? Is that, that would that be satisfying. That, that would okay. satisfy I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I genuinely don't know. I could, you know, I could see it being no. Because yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And maybe having that detail would have sold it more. You know, you got, you know, if you're, it's like wrestling. You got to really sell that, that that hit. You know. <laughs> yeah, like I'm imagining this giant Hecarim. We know Hecarim's yeah. pretty giant. And then Misfortune. We all know how big Misfortune is. And like a full length swing from a two handed weapon, being like blocked by misfortune with the so just i couldn't i couldn't envision it gotcha uh yeah. i really liked some some more allowy things that give like allow allowy characterization that i liked uh after after this whole thing when allowy does manage to push back the black mist uh, we kind of talked about it a bit on the hecarim uh, episode she manages to free a bunch of the souls that are actually stuck in the black mist most of whom are very happy to be free because like we mentioned, it's hell in there. Uh, Hecarim gets away before being freed because he's all about that hell. Uh, but that take it took a lot of energy from Alawi and she kind of is super drained afterwards. Um, so in the aftermath, uh, Raffin is kind of in awe of what he had just seen. And he's like, the bearded lady rose from the sea. Says, Don't be stupid all your life, said Alawi. I said Nagake Boros doesn't live under the sea. So where does she live? asked Raffin. In the sky? Alawi shook her head and punched him in the heart. Raffin grunted and winced in pain. This is where you find her. Alawi grinned at the obliqueness of her answer, and her eyes drifted closed. Is she dead? asked Raffin, rubbing his bruised chest. Alawi reached up and slapped him, <laughs> then started snoozing like a stevedore with the lung blight. I liked it. Just uh, mm-hmm. sassy and violent. That <laughs> temple of doom, him in the fucking heart. <laughs> Kalima. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, funny. Punched yeah, him it's... in the heart. Not the chest. Punched him yeah. in the heart. Because that's where Nagake Boros lives. Right. Get him out! <laughs> Get out! <laughs> Get out! I think he's, he's like, supposed to out. be there! Uh, this is your supposed spine. to be my heart in there. Hey, put it back. <laughs> Yeah, she saw in this. It you know she doesn't show up a, a ton. She kind of is a little bit at the beginning, a little bit the at the end. But um, I do like I like her um, her kind of the way she talks. Where like the the undead are beating down the door, and in misfortune is like crying out like, is this is that door gonna hold? She's like either it will or it won't. That's all. I know. <laughs> Next fucking question. Right. I kind of like that 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 angle on it. Yeah. Mm. It would be nice to have her do more, I guess, I would say, in general. If she um, ever does more. 
Yeah, that's going to be the real thing. She'll be doing thing. more in Ruined King. Okay. Yeah, it makes me I'm excited, excited for Ruined King, I'll say. Do we um, know she's in Ruined King? You're talking yeah, she's oh, in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, I haven't that's seen the That's one of the other cinematics she's part of. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Although but I will she's say in I'm not... it, so they didn't link it on the <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> well, who knows what's going to happen. Maybe maybe she'll get a, some, some updates on her universe page after Ruined King. That'd be exciting. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I will say I, I'm excited for Ruined King because I think I'll be more excited to see her do stuff. I don't find her and Misfortune to be the most interesting pairing, I guess. Mm. But we'll see. Yeah. Don't worry. You only need to wait until the beginning of 2021. That's when Ruined King comes out. <laughs> can't, I, I was going to say I can't wait, but I guess I can. Uh, now, last kind of short story that she's mentioned in is Ezreal's Field Notes. Uh, Ezreal oh, yeah. just kind of mentions that he wants to take a closer look at Alawi's fetish. Now, we had mentioned this oh. in the Ezreal story. Uh, we looked it up, and fetish basically just means an idol that's used for worship that's said to contain a spirit. No! But come on! That's <laughs> not what he's talking about. An idol that shoots tentacles, and Riot decided to use the much lesser known word, fetish, to describe it. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> Maybe Ezreal knew what he was doing. He likes to keep <laughs> I, it saucy so. for the reader. <laughs> so what are the cinematics she's actually in, John? So, as we mentioned, <laughs> she's part of Kingdom, which is the Ruined King trailer. Uh, this The whole trailer opens with Alawi and MF just walking into a pub and just fucking wrecking the place. There's probably bad guys in there. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they're both they're both morally ambiguous so there's also a chance there aren't bad guys in there but they wreck them anyway uh i also this is unrelated to allow but i remember being super pumped when i saw this trailer originally because one of the other pairings in here other than allowing misfortune was like the yasuo ari and it seemed like it was going to be a direct continuation of the cinematic from the spirit blossom event which just seems like years ago I know. at this point uh, yeah <laughs> so Memories. still waiting but soon yeah um and then finally she's part of the climb which is the 2018 season cinematic and like we mentioned there's not a whole lot of her here basically you you just see uh nagake boros's arms um this is the like- tentacles so actually, yeah. this is an important point of oh. distinction that I have here. <laughs> oh, okay. Zoologically speaking, oh my god, Alawi does not summon <laughs> Nagakaboros's tentacles because they are stated to be smooth all along and only have suckers at their distal clubs. Uh, what she's actually summoning is the goddess's arms, which have suckers along their entire length. They're fucking tentacles. <laughs> but. This is this is likely if I had to get because it, it seems weird that they would just be destroying MF out of nowhere. This is probably Alawi giving MF the trial that they kept alluding mm. to. If I had to guess, mm. yeah, maybe this will be something that leads into uh, into Ruined King because we know that parts of this trailer are are like canon, right? Like this is actually yeah. depicting stuff happening. So yeah, maybe. Exciting. It's just weird. It's a weird thing to like. It's like a fi- little, not even fifteen. It's like a six-second little bit of this little video. Yes, everyone else in this entire trailer has like good action moments, and this entire part is misfortune being underwater and there being tentacles, and yeah. then 
like nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I guess it mm. is what it is. <laughs> uh, now I have a few, a few fun quotes of hers that I liked. I don't know if any of y'all wrote down interesting quotes of hers, but no, we definitely talked about some when we did Brom. I even yes, played I have some all now. of her Brom ones again. <laughs> so if you didn't listen to the Brom episode, she's has some some thirsty Brom quotes. She does. Uh, so one of them. And we'll actually, actually, we'll just play him probably. But uh, I'll do the one. I'll do the the first one. Uh, everyone has a plan until they get punched in the face, which is a Mike Tyson quote. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now she she should do a, an impression when she says that'd be great. <laughs> Let she me has try it. But. A lot of taunts at Gangplank. Yeah, she got a lot of quotes in general. She's got a she lot has- of champion nine taunts specifically yeah. for game uh, that is a lot three for brahm northman there are motions i would like to show you <laughs> finally <laughs> a man who won't break i know you are strong i wonder if you have stamina Thirsty. yeah girl get it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we never we never hear about brahm having like a relationship I absolutely would ship this. He is a 100%. matchmaker. He's a he's a he's a little wingman. That's yeah. true. Let's get like Ash and Trindamir setting up Brom with Lowie. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> I want that comic. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, she's got you know she actually does have a lot of good quotes, uh, and yeah. she has some interesting ones that I wrote down that are less less horny. Although she does have ones with Garen and uh, and Cat, which continues to like be like, oh, you need to you know acknowledge your your what your heart desires. But so I thought one interesting one. That shit. Yeah, right. That's this is why I think she's interesting is because I want to see like so many different champions like get tested and see what happens. Right. But okay, so so something that I thought was interesting was that to me the way they talk about the test and like after you've done it, you can kind you're kind of like changed. Reminded me a lot of Targon and the ascending Mm. that. And so I was looking at her quotes and she has taunts when she taunts ascended which she doesn't seem to like them um but she has like one quote where it's like your powers are stolen from the flow you've damned your homeland calls them abominations it's it makes me wonder how much like overlap there is going on between her god and like what's going on with the the celestials and the ascended and all that that's an interesting thing to me interesting yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah it definitely like although it seems like the powers you get from her trial i don't know they seem lame in comparison it's like yeah, it's you. You complete her trial, and then you find out that the real power was in you the whole time. <laughs> yeah, it's like a motivational speech, except you get your shit pushed in. Thanks, but I choose the power of the moon. If it's all the yeah. same, I'm trying to imagine if she was in Rise of the Sentinels. Now they would appear, and she would immediately be there, and be like, "I need to put Rookie through the trial," and then you'd be put through the trial, and you'd be given three jokes to choose between. <laughs> And you make yeah. some kind of joke, and then you pass squeal, the trial. squeal as the tentacles caress you, or some bullshit like that. <laughs> be like, right? oh, I kind of like this. Would be one of the oh my god, yeah, you're response. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you easily just pass that trial. It's supposed to be really difficult. And then you get to the exciting conclusion where you're battling these great mists, and they're like, "Where's Alawi? Oh, she had to go test someone, so she's not here right now." <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you know what? At least they would explain why she's not there, and not just. 
abandon her like just her not show up yeah <laughs> well Anywho. that's fine <laughs> we're we're fi- we're over it we're over it <laughs> yes not bothered now uh give us all those AUs <laughs> she is part of exactly two AUs oh my god Ooh. I know uh, one <clears throat> I don't remember the other sorry <laughs> uh, uh so the first one is battle cast resistance the glorious revolution is here. Assembling an army of machines with living brains, Victor marches against the combined forces of his enemies with only a scrappy human-led resistance keeping him keeping him from total world domination. Now this one is Resistance Alawi. Chief enforcer of the human-led resistance, Alawi was once the subject of a failed battle cast conversion that left her with control over nearby machines. Seizing her newfound power, she has single-handedly decimated Victor's forces in countless battles, becoming a beacon of hope for rebels across the world. Mm, it's like John Connor, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I haven't seen the later, uh, the later Terminators. Yeah, Does he I just guess, control well, all the. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I just meant in the general, like being the a beacon of hope and the resistance. Mm, but maybe you've, right. Mm. Kind of a combination of John Connor and, and Neo, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I guess this does have some kind of like real world Matrix vibes. Mm. Interesting. She also has a, a just a little bit of lore around her attempted conversion, which is just the the scanner of the machine that was attempting to convert her, and it just says uh, initiating assimilation of sequence on subject one twenty eight left scapula battle casting complete. Error. Restraint systems damaged. Subject 128 missing. Alerting security sentry. Error. Security sentry not responding. Error. Assimilator arm destroyed. Error. Central systems damaged. Error. 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 <laughs> and you, thanks for bringing us there, man. Shit. <laughs> I was really there. Yeah, you I was know. there for the scan. <laughs> uh, and the last AU she's part of is Event Horizon. In the vast Great darkness movie. of space. That's a good movie. <laughs> also, in the vast darkness of space are born terrible, beautiful things, cosmic creatures of sublime love and the unknowable monstrosities of the dark star. These are the children of silent gods, and they are finally coming home. This one is Cosmic Invoker, Lowie. This is newish compared to yeah. It's from November mm-hmm. of last year. An it's entity beautiful. who carries the raw power of cosmic creation in her hands, Alawi can slam the orb she holds into the very fabric of reality, allowing <sighs> time to flow forward, even in places where life has been eradicated. Oh, shit. Shit. Damn. Right. She also has a void-born skin, but there's no lore associated with it. Mm, interesting. That's the one I was thinking of for this when you first said it, but then, yeah, I, I remembered what the actual yeah. one looks like. <laughs> Now, a few fun facts for Alawi. Alawi is voiced by Rolanda Watts. And in development, she used to have a bug with her vessel ability, which is the one where she like pulls someone's soul out of them, and then if they get too far away, then tentacles slam them. Uh, and instead of a tentacle popping out every few seconds and attacking, like 20 would pop out every few <laughs> no. seconds. And the video of that bug is horrifying. That's awesome. Even- <laughs> Even the one is really difficult. It's so hard. <laughs> uh, so the name uh, Nagakeboros is a combination of many mythological elements. Uh, Naga means snake, 
Uh, Ka is one of the five ancient Egyptian concepts of soul, and Boros refers to the uh, Auroraboros, the serpent swallowing its own tail. Huh. The Auroraborosalis? No, I'll show that. <laughs> <laughs> you tried so hard. It was good, Mari. It was good. No, no, no. <laughs> that is neat, though. This was actually also apparently a temp name. Um, they hadn't quite settled mm. on a name, I guess, uh, but they had the voice actress come in and do it, and they liked the way she pronounced it so mm. much that they kept mm. it. <laughs> uh, also, I mean, you had mentioned the other week, too, that in the design docs we got early on when when Alaru was coming out, they did make kind of a big deal about, like, oh, she's going to be, it's going to be pronounced, like, uh, what was it, like, Yaoi? Yeah, oh. I, I thought it was a double, handled like in Spanish, like a like a Y for a double L. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, I don't know for sure, but that might have been another thing that changed when, because she has quotes where she says her own name, and that might have been another thing that changed as a result of the voice actress. I don't know. Yeah, mm. I don't know. This might be a Mandela effect thing, thing though, where I just, maybe <laughs> I heard someone say that, and I, for some reason, got into my brain that that was the, the right way to say it. I'm just wrong, so... I mean, even if it was, no one was going to say it that way, Riot. <laughs> yeah, I was Googling, how do you pronounce uh, Ilawi? And there were a number of posts asking how exactly you're supposed to say it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is why she has a quote where she says just, my name is Ilawi. <laughs> <laughs> they should just do that for every champion from now on. Right. should have one quote where they say their name. <laughs> to stop with the arguments like Shaco and Shaco. Right. Because otherwise, Vagar yeah. and what else do we, how do people say Vagar's name? Vigar. Vigar? Vigar? No, Vagar's way better. Yeah. <laughs> it's just cool. I just go with whatever is cooler sounding to me. Yeah. Sure. I mean, that was named after Ryder, so I guess he, however he pronounced his name, that's, <laughs> that is that's true. the it's right fair. way. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, all we've got is like how the casters pronounce it. And that's even they normally, fuck up half the time. That's normally how we know is watching LCS and how they pronounce it. <laughs> but then again, yeah. remember that, remember that like one week during worlds where they all pronounced Uzi's name, Uzi. I, oh, that's really? not a champion I though. That. I mean, they should, they should still know Uzi's name. <laughs> <They> should, yeah. <laughs> when you're casting, they should know that no one would name themselves Uzi. I, yeah, <laughs> there's only one. I like, and also Uzi's like, that's like a it's word. Like a gun. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> and he was an AD carry. It made perfect sense. It's just, it's just like just like the Brazilian uh, player who mains Twitch, being named. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. Anywho, <laughs> any more fun facts? Uh, Resistance Alawi was actually a fan voted skin. It really? won over Deep Space Alawi and Adventure Alawi. Ah, both of those sound mm. so much better than Resistance. Yeah, I kind of agree. I don't like the Resistance Battlecaster skins that much, though. That's not like my aesthetic, oh, I guess. Okay, but Space like for some. or Adventure, yeah. Space, like, yeah, it could have worked for yeah. sure. Especially because was it Dreadnought Gangplank? I think it's his back animation where, like a a big UFO comes and takes him away. No, it was like I a, a portal or something. It, yeah, like God, what is the word I'm looking for? It's kind of like a Warm hole hole? in a ship. A porthole basically opens oh, up port and tentacles uh, come in, oh. and then it it closes and cuts them off. But like that, those could have been Alawis. Yeah, Dreadnova Alawi. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. Uh, finally, oh, never mind. I already talked about my my final fun fact. 
What a tease. Uh-oh. Sorry, y'all. Okay. It was just the QA one. Uh, I guess the one thing I didn't mention is that Tom Kench would also fail. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Tom Kench. He fish. You know one thing. He's a fish. <laughs> Two things. <laughs> He's catfish. <laughs> Three things. No. <Nah. laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... It's okay. Well, you know, it's interesting to me. I guess that he would fail. I wouldn't think about it, but I'm more interested in seeing her deal with people who are a little more corporate, like not corporeal, uh, earthly, like rather than demons, but more people who are on like a, like I thought her dealing with a Felios would be real interesting, partially because he's got another spirit mm-hmm. kind of attached to him. Mm-hmm. See what happens when you try and pull one out. Do they both come out? Is it like <laughs> when you get a double yolk on an egg? <laughs> <laughs> Would she just like, shit her pants? Right like, whoa, there? what the fuck? She tries to pull out a spirit. You're not allowed to have two, help. <laughs> two whole ass spirits come out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be really funny. Although I am curious. So they did mention a bit that she used <clears throat> some of her power to temper um, Pike. Mm. Pike's kind of like blood rage so that he could that they could work with him but he's also like undead and she seems cool with that at least temporarily yeah i always have trouble getting around like when this uh, person or group of people absolutely hates everyone in this group you know what i mean it just doesn't work like vain hates everyone magical but like riot is tripped up by that all the time and i feel like with alawi as well she hate all undead are abominations except these few (laughs) yeah because only it's Sith fine. deal in absolutes. <laughs> Fair. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, with characters being, like, flexible, you know, yeah, or willing true. to put aside, to a, to a degree. But I think, I, maybe maybe this is just my feeling, but when it starts to kind of feel, like you said, like they're being tripped up by it, or like something that doesn't really hold a lot of weight, it, it starts to feel a little cheap to, like, to say it, and then not really, it's like you want the cake. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and to eat it too I guess is what they say about it <laughs> you know that saying about cakes you, you know, know. cakes training cakes and cakes to eat them and also to have them but uh yeah it will be nice um, to have someone who she would have another champion maybe who she would kind of draw more of a hard line with I don't know yeah like I like I love flexibility unless rigidness is specifically the character defining trait that's true that mm-hmm. too she is very rigid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. Anywho, any final thoughts on Alawi? I like her. Okay. She's I got like her. she's got Moxie. <laughs> That's true. She got she's got Moxie for days. Uh yeah, I like her. I think she's 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 more potential than 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 execution. Um so I would like to see her get more and I think she's got the potential for some strong like stories that could be told with her and other champions. Like I said, I think she's a Again, send her send her like a like something you would send down a river to clear out log jams and just have her fix all the fucking lore that's like not working. <laughs> that's what I was saying, like Theora or fucking um again, I thought Ophelius would be another one too, where you can kind of break them out of their what they're kind of stuck in. Garen even might be interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. That'd be like nice. That. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm. Some Noxians maybe. Sure. Yeah, she you could put her I in a lot of places. I feel she loves Noxians. Yeah, well, she likes Darius, for example, and that's the, I guess that's the other thing to say is that a lot of her quotes she kind of hit is very upfront about people who she thinks are living in motion and aren't. So like she likes <laughs> Brom and Darius and Gragas, for example. You know, Jinx, yeah. just people who are doing their thing, and I, I that's 
so that's neat yeah yeah i like her um i always like the look of her it was very exciting mm-hmm. to get um a female character like alawi because i've complained before that all the female champions look exactly the fucking same and Alawi's like the one exception of an actual different body type and face mm-hmm. and yeah, that's true. nice it was during um, a nice solid period where they, they released a handful in a row that yeah. kind of broke the mold, which was nice. Mm-hmm. They've given up on that, but maybe one day <laughs> they'll go back. Yeah, they went. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a backslide, but you know. I know. <laughs> I know they got to do what sells, and I don't know why people don't seem to play Alawi. I think she's very difficult to play. Maybe mm-hmm. that's it. I don't really know. I don't know. All maybe I know I is that she fucking, sh- fucking wrecks me in like ARAM all the time. <laughs> I think she's but, a lot yeah. of fun. I like being able to slam dunk on on people. That is fun. <laughs> which is what she's all about. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was going to say something else about her, and then I forgot. I thought if I said Uh-oh. yeah a few times, it would come back to me, but it didn't <laughs> I tried work. to help out. Thanks. <laughs> just made it worse. You did. Okay. Uh, well, that's it for Lowey. We are on Twitter, at Loreheads, and we post these on YouTube as well, if you ever want to chat in the comments. We love all y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's always so nice to get a shout out or anything. Really makes our day. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And join us next week. I'm actually kind of excited because um, we really haven't been in this region much. Uh, and we get to talk about the Blade Dancer Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Aurelia will be cool, I think. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about her part in the Rise of the Sun. Shut up! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>